Ballcast is the official podcast of Burgundy Blog. On the Redskins, for the truth. Hey, it's Brent. It's Friday morning, September 1st. This is going to be a really quick Blogcast episode to touch on a few notes from the fourth and final preseason game last night. Nate Sudfeld is a guy who I left off my initial 53-man roster projection because I don't think he's special, really. Uh, Sudfeld played four quarters last night, and he was pretty good. This is probably the best we've seen him. He made some nice throws. I mean, I guess what I was most impressed with was a few specific, isolated, nice throws that showed good arm talent, Um, throws that not everybody could make, and a couple throws maybe that I'm not even sure Cousins could make. But he wasn't amazing. I don't think it was a performance that made him uncuttable. I think it helped his cause. But to me, I'm still cutting him. I don't think that he showed something that makes it clear that he's going to be claimed by another team. I think you could slide him through waivers. I'm not dying to get rid of him, but I'd like to stash him on the practice squad. Anyway, good showing for Sudfeld, but not a lock by any means in my opinion. Mac Brown played a lot and looked good. He's a guy I had on my projection and I still think he belongs there. Uh, PFF says he caused 10 missed tackles in his four quarters of play. I didn't see exactly how many carries, but supposedly only a couple players have had more total or forced more total missed tackles from the running back position over the entire preseason. He looked good. He's agile. I think he's pretty fast. I think he's actually the best, outside of Chris Thompson, he's the best home run hitter among this stable of running backs on the team. And I don't think he's just a guy. And I don't think the gap between him and the two guys who are locks above him, Kelly and Pirine, is very big at all. Um, I'd like to see him against starting talent, but I like Mac Brown and I think they should keep him. Derek Carrier is a guy that I like and I recently advocated for keeping, even if it means he's the fifth tight end. I just think he's a good, viable player worth keeping around. Uh, interestingly, I'm pretty sure he did not play a single snap last night which doesn't tell me exactly what they have in mind, but they pretty clearly seem to know what they're going to do with him. It could mean that they were actually preserving him because they know they want to keep him. It could mean that they are still actively shopping him and have a possible trade partner lined up, but it's curious that he didn't play at all. Nico Marley is a guy who has mainly gotten attention because of his famous grandfather and because he's so small. And to be honest, I haven't really given him much credit for possibly being a viable roster candidate. And I'm not quite ready to go there and say that he is. I think his size probably is prohibitive, at least in terms of him being a long-term or high-volume contributor in the NFL. But this guy just keeps showing up. He's always in the backfield. He has tremendous instincts and great energy. So I'm not saying that Nico Marley should make the team, but I think he's an ideal practice squad candidate. Maybe if he could get, I don't know, a little bigger or just continue to prove over time that there's really something to him. He could potentially have a future. Uh, I just, I guess what I'm saying is I'm, I'm not blowing him off anymore. Josh Holsey is a guy who I did not have on my 53-man roster proje- uh, projection, but I described him as my hardest cut. And he looked good again last night, and now he's an even harder cut. And if they find a way to keep him, I'll actually be quite pleased. I like him a lot. So if he does get cut, I sure hope he makes it through to the practice squad. Good player, bright future as a slot corner. Nose tackle position in the wake of Phil Taylor's injury. 
I still don't think we've seen anything from either Joey Embu or AJ Francis that says that they are must-keeps. I know a lot of fans think that one of them has to make the team because you have to have a prototypical nose tackle, and I do wish the team had one, and I don't think that they adequately addressed this void over the offseason. But working with what they have now, I'm just not positive either one of them has to stick. I'm okay with going with six linemen and covering that nose tackle position with some rotation of Stacy McGee, Ziggy Hood, and I don't know, basically everybody else. It's not ideal, but I don't think Embu or Francis is just uncuttable at this point. I'd like to stash one of them on the practice squad. Lastly, Pete Robertson. Kind of a rando, basically zero chance of making the final roster. But this guy was all over the field in the second half last night. He seemed unblockable, granted against backups and third stringers. But Pete Robertson is a name that I'm going to file away. He should be on the practice squad. He looks pretty good. I could see him playing someday on Sundays. Burgundy Blogcast is the official podcast of Burgundy Blog. On the Redskins, for the truth.